Good afternoon, Selwyn Avenue Presbyterian Church, and welcome to another episode of our Faith Lab podcast. My name is Margaret Richardson. I'm Selwyn's Director for Youth and Young Adults, and I'm here with Miss Nancy Nutter, Selwyn's Director for Children and Their Families. Um, hey, Margaret. <laughs> babe, Nancy, I'm glad you're here with me today. Thank you. So this week is a little bit different. As many of you know, we've been working through a sermon series, and we've been talking about that sermon series in this podcast, and we're calling that series Letters to a New Church, and we're diving into the life and the ministry of Paul through his many letters, trying to see how how God might be breathing those in a new way to us as we are, in a strange way, a new church ourselves, coming back together after a long time apart And so this week, we take a brief pause from that sermon series to be able to understand Paul's letters and who he's writing to. We first have to understand how the church, capital C, came to be. And so that brings us to Pentecost. And so this Sunday is Pentecost Sunday. And together, we'll be focusing on the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit has to say to us. So we're going to dive into that scripture a little bit, talk about Um, more about what this text is all about and why it matters, and hopefully um, give us some thinking points for why it might matter for us today as we come at our coming out of COVID together slowly as a church. So Nancy's going to start us off with reading Acts 2. Excellent. Thanks, Margo. Um, So this is Acts 2 verses 1 through 12, the coming of the Holy Spirit. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as if fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in their in other languages as the Spirit gave them the ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under the heaven living in Jerusalem. And at the sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, are not all these who are speaking Galatians? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language. Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Potus, and Asia, Philgrin and Panphila, Egypt, and other parts of Lyra, belonging to Cyrene and visitors from Rome, both Jews, Cretans and Arabs in their own language, we hear them speaking all of God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying one to the other, what does this mean? Mm, Thanks be to God for that. What does this mean, Nancy? And I hope we can dive into that, this a little bit more. We first start acknowledging the mystery and the wonder that is the Holy Spirit. I think whenever I talk to people and specifically the youth and young adult world, the Holy Spirit is the one that stumps all of us. Yes. It's, it's, it's hard. It's not always tangible for people. 
And so having a relationship with the Holy Spirit or understanding how the Holy Spirit might be moving is hard for some people. And it's a little hard to believe that Pentecost falls 50 days after Easter. Exactly. I mean, um, we know that um, this was something that was, you know, foretold that we would have the Spirit and that the Spirit would come upon us. And here we see it actually played out what happens, people being able to talk to each other um, in their own tongue and hearing it from each other. And, you know, I think about us in the church today and just trying to talk to each other and uh, make plans uh, for the future and making plans for what church is going to be like, you know, as we come back together post-pandemic. And um, yeah, it's it had to be very strange. And at the same time, I agree with you. I think we do have a hard time understanding the Holy Spirit, understanding the Spirit is in each one of us and what that means for us and the kingdom and how we move forward as uh, disciples of Christ. Absolutely. This, this text, uh, Burning Bush, there's a couple others that I always mm-hmm. use or I always read in confirmation classes when I'm right. trying to teach about the Holy Spirit. Right. Um, Cause I think we all kind of wish sometimes we had these encounters. Um, Cause that's the hard part about faith. <laughs> believing right. without always seeing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that's why I, I love the Pentecost story. I love yeah. the idea that all these people were together and um, I can't even imagine how terrifying it must've been. I mean, wind and fire, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, yes. it's absolutely unbelievable. Um, but the, I think what I always pull from this text is that um, the Holy Spirit is, um, is moving people together in this story. And that's what we're seeing. And that's how we, and that's why we kind of call Pentecost the birthday of the church. It's when right. people came together um, and the church was formed. Um, but um, I think that when we as Christians now, um, post-resurrection people who've already celebrated Easter, what is what does Pentecost mean for us today? And I think that when we celebrate Pentecost as a church once a year, um, I think it's an opportunity for us to think and make space um, so that the spirit can move. And so it's definitely the Spirit Sunday. You've got all yes. the good old hymns about the Holy yes. Spirit. The liturgy yes. sounds a little bit different. It's a fun yes. worship service yes. to attend. Um, but yeah. I think that that's what God um, is calling us to do um, when we when we hear this story and when we try to breathe it into a new way. Yeah. And yeah, go ahead. With me. No, I was to say I agree. I think that that the first part you were describing it can seem very scary, and you're absolutely right with the violent winds and the tongues and the people speaking. And yet, you're absolutely correct. We're supposed to go with it as far as being reminded that it is the birthday of the church, and it is like revival for us, and we're to be excited and um, and and you know happy and not afraid but to use the spirit to bring us together and our brothers and sisters in Christ and, you know, um, being, being one of, of one mind, um, you know, and, uh, and, and almost like, um, 
you know, another exciting part of the church calendar as we, we talk about this sometimes in our teaching with the children uh, and adults um, and, and youth that, that all the different pieces of the church calendar and now we're moving forward. Uh, like you said, it seems like a long time in some ways since Easter, but this is, um, this is where, you know, Jesus ascends and now we are given the spirit to work together and to be together and to be the church. Yeah. I think about for those of us where the Holy Spirit is a little bit harder to understand. Um, Mm -hmm. I keep in mind too, that this Sunday we are celebrating our confirmands. We have nine young people joining the church this year um, who have declared their faith and what they believe during um, really trying times. Um, And so when I think about, um, finding the Holy Spirit in our day-to-day lives, which obviously has been happening. I think if this pandemic has taught us anything, it's of our connection to one another and Mm -hmm. not just our need for that because it was restricted, but also just the ways that our systems and our relationships are connected. Right. And so as we, um, I, what I kind of want to dive a little bit into is talking about how we find God in the faith and of other people. Um, and I think that the spirit helps that, right. Maybe they put someone in your life or they, um, someone shares a story and those are, those are Holy spirit moments, um, in my opinion. And so, um, I think about that a lot when I think about our confirmands and the ways that they, um, declare raw and vulnerable and important things and they speak truth into the church um, from a very different perspective um and so if any of our confirmands are listening i know that they have seen the spirit within one another this year as they've learned and grown together as a cohort um but I also think that that's something that our church is going to, like we're gaining a lot by gaining these young people as members. Um, and Selwyn does a really beautiful job of incorporating young people into the life of our, our church. And, um, but I think that one of the things that the Compromands have talked to me a lot about and that we've talked a lot about as a staff that we'll be talking about more on Sunday, um, as we talk about the Holy Spirit bringing people together in this story, um, the people were together. The people had to be together. And now we're at this beautiful time um, in Charlotte and in the life of Selwyn, where we are coming back together in safe and cautious ways. Um, but but we're we're worshiping in person again, and we are relearning what that feels like. And um, so I think that the spirit might be, and this is a question that I would encourage others to just think about, maybe reflect on before Sunday, is how might the spirit be calling our community back together? And yes. what might the spirit be calling us to next? Yes, yes. Perfect, perfect timing for that question in this Sunday, as you're right. Uh, we've heard now from the CDC that we're vaccinated, going to go maskless. How's that going to look? But this sermon, this uh, Sunday is perfect for that discussion as well. What is, what are we being called to? 
Yes. And, I, and I hope in the, as I'm sure some of our listeners maybe have been feeling, you know, I personally, when we thought about the world, I thought maybe we'd have a little bit more of a re-entry and it kind of happened all quickly. Right. And I think as people are still feeling nervous about coming back into spaces, I think about um, the ways that the spirit also meets us where we are, Right. right. And that's, yeah. that's the beauty of the Holy Spirit, right? Is the Holy right. Spirit's going to be with us in worship on Sunday. And the Holy Spirit was with our confirmands as they read their faith statements last week. But yes. the Holy Spirit is also meeting each of us individually where we're at in our journeys. And so I hope that that's something we can also, um, as we celebrate the gift of the Spirit and the togetherness of the new church this Sunday, I hope to those who are also feeling a bit um, still fearful, um, in this season of life to remember that you're not alone and the spirit meets you and walks with you every step of the way. Right. And is that absolutely there in your individual prayer time? And when we come together corporately? Yeah. So I hope that that gives us all a little bit of something to think about for Sunday. And I hope our listeners will join us as we celebrate these confirmands and celebrate the ways that the Holy Spirit works so uniquely in each of our lives. And that, that, that uniqueness and that diversity is what makes the church the church. And this scripture is what shows that to us. The different languages, the different backgrounds, the different financial um, situations, different genders, everything came together in this Pentecost moment. And, and that's what the Spirit's calling us to do as we think about how we can be the new church. So I'll ask Nancy to pray us out. Absolutely. The day of Pentecost, let us pray for the whole church of God in Jesus Christ, for all people according to their needs. Gracious Lord, your spirit fills the world and gladdens your church with the remembrance of all that Christ has spoken. This prayer comes to us from the Presbyterian outlook. Come Holy Spirit, we remember your outpouring on the day of Pentecost. You settled like tongues of fire on all flesh, both young and old, displaying your glory to the pilgrims from every nation. Come Holy Spirit, we seek your refreshment. Watch over us with peace and pa all passing understanding, with gratitude for our daily bread, with love for our neighbors and for ourselves, and with courage for the journey set before us. Come Holy Spirit, we await your transformation. Send us out with power to love those whom the world calls unlovely, to strengthen those who have faltered along the way, to bind up the brokenhearted, to employ your gifts in the struggle for justice. Come paraclete, be our helper as we help the neediest among us. Be our comforter as we comfort those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Be our advocate as we advocate for the voiceless and the parentless. Change us, we pray, move us and send us into the world under your power for your glory. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Nancy. We hope to see you all on Sunday. Have a great yes. weekend.